With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Randy Feetner's gone. Sean Surrett is gone. James Daniel is gone. In order, those are the Steelers, or were the Steelers, offensive coordinator, offensive line coach, longtime tight ends coach. And now is the time to get drop dead serious about bringing in the best coaches for the job. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this, the newly reborn DK Sports Radio Podcasting Network. This segment of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by our new partners at Fubo TV. If you don't have Fubo TV yet, and you're a sports fan, you probably need to start asking yourself some hard questions. And this goes double if you're in the Pittsburgh market. You know how your cable bill costs, you know, right in the $200 range? Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels. You also get DVR, and there's zero cost for installation. Now, why did I single out sports fans? Fubo TV specializes in sports channels. NFL Network, NHL Network, MLB, NBA, the whole deal, all of them. And on top of that, as of this month, they're carrying AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh, which means you get all Penguins games, all Pirates games. I can't tell you how many times I hear from people that the only reason they hang on to cable is because they can't find AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh, and as a result, can't see all the hockey and baseball that they want. Well, here it is. And on top of that, just for listening to this podcast, you get a big break on it. Go to fubotv.com slash DK for 15% off your first month and a free trial. Not kidding. Web address just for this podcast, fubotv, that's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash DK to get 15% off your first month and the free trial. There are two words that I don't want to hear associated in any way, shape, or form with the pending search for the next coordinator. And those two words are, yeah, you guessed them, Ben Roethlisberger. I say this with respect for everything that he's achieved in Pittsburgh and in the NFL in his 17-year career. I say this with respect toward a potential 18th year of his NFL career. What he thinks about either the coordinator or the coordinator's preferences or the coordinator's history with schemes 
just doesn't matter. This hire is too important, not just to the 2021 Steelers, but to the franchise. You can't mess this up, and you definitely can't position the coordinator's credentials to fit a 38, 39-year-old quarterback. You just can't do it. There's a bunch of reasons for that, some of them really obvious, but I'm going to give you one that might not seem so obvious, and promise me you'll stick with me here because this will sound like it doesn't make sense at first. I'm not 100% sold on the idea that the Steelers should want Ben back. And yeah, if it sounds like I took a back door toward making that really significant point, so be it. I, I think I know where I'm headed here. I spent a lot of time in the car the past 48 hours driving here to Philadelphia to cover hockey. And a disturbing percentage of those five-plus hours behind the wheel were invested in thinking about the future of the Steelers. And the thing that I kept coming back to was this. you got to find a way to at least try to keep Bud Dupree. I know, I know, I know. Like I said, stay with me. Bud had the Steelers at 11-0. After Bud was gone, they went 1-5. Okay, those numbers can always get manipulated and they don't always have to uh, be a case of causation, correlation, whatever the phrase is. But in this case, it kind of was. It kind of was. When Bud was on the field, the Steelers' defense was, using this term advisedly, special. They were special. They were doing something on the field that none of the other 31 teams could either match or stop. Think about that. Think about that. Think about the Kansas City Chiefs. What makes them special? Because they can do something that other teams can't stop. You can't stop Patrick Mahomes. You can't stop Travis Kelsey. And then they've added other weapons that make them that much more versatile. But Mahomes is the one that makes all of them go, including Kelsey, I might add. It makes them special. They have something that you can't counter. Well, my friends, over the past two years and change, the Steelers had, past tense, something that opponents couldn't counter. There was no answer for blocking the combination of Bud on one side, T.J. Watt on the other. There was no answer for it. There wasn't a gimmick that could be put forth because even if you tried to do something crazy like double up one of them or even just chipping them, you had Cam Hayward, Stefan Tuitt, Tyson Alualu, Vince Williams coming at you down the middle. 
It was an unstoppable thing. They had their, you know, lousy moments at times. But for the most part, when Bud was still playing, they were unstoppable. And you can amplify that many times over for when Devin Bush was still on the field. And you had a high first-round pick with pedigree who was genuinely capable of dropping into coverage, not like Robert Spillane being assigned to Jarvis Landry the other day. Look at the DBs. The DBs were, you know, it's a good group, but they benefit from the pass rush. Minka Fitzpatrick will be the very first one to tell you that he's not coming up with all those takeaways. If it's not for Bud and TJ doing their thing up front, in concert with the other guys, but principally Bud and TJ. Alex Highsmith came along and gave the Steelers a nice, viable uh, alternative, a plan B, a parachute. I'm not knocking him here. He's not Bud. Bud's a freakazoid. Bud has blossomed into something that, oh, here's that word again. He's special. And he's going to get paid accordingly. You can sit here and I can sit here and say, well, there's no way the Steelers can fit that under the cap. There's just no way. If you pay Bud, here's another one. You can't pay TJ. You can't pay Minka down the road. I don't buy any of that for a second. I don't think as an NFL team, you should allow yourself to lose sight of what you have already that's special. I don't know that you can keep everybody. In fact, I'm pretty sure that you can't. Remember that Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton are also free agents, and Joe Hayden's a year away, and who knows how much longer Joe's going to play getting into his 30s. But I'm finding a way to move heaven and earth to pay Bud Dupree, and right after him, Mike Hilton. And if you lose Juju, who's probably going to be commanding somewhere in the range of $14 million a year, see ya. If you lose James Conner, great. We finished last in the league with you. We can finish last without you to steal the Branch Ricky line. And yeah, if you decide that you're not going to commit $42 million of your cap hit to your 38, 39-year-old quarterback, then do that too. Then do that too. I'm being drop-dead serious here. I'm not trying to, you know, get anybody's attention or get you talking about what I said or, woo, did you hear what he said and spread the word and, you know, get more people listening to the show. That, that's not the goal here. I, I'm, I don't operate like that. And I definitely wouldn't operate like that uh, as it relates to people that I've covered for a very long time and value my relationships with them. But first and foremost, this stuff that I'm talking about here, I think, is for the betterment of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, what happens to the offense? Well, gee whiz. 
Let's say you go out and get yourself a really, really good offensive coordinator. Do you know what those cost? Like a couple million. Seriously, a couple million a year. Most guys are in the 1 to 1.5 range or whatever. Pay up a little bit. The Steelers probably spend less than any team in the NFL on their assistant coaches. Pay up a little bit. Get yourself one of those elite, snappy, super smart, analytical coordinators that come in like a, you know, a Sean McVay or whatever that everybody thinks is, wow, it's just genius. He just thinks the game into the future and, and whatever else. Bring, bring that guy in. Tell him, we'll get you a running back. We'll get you some depth at quarterback. We're going to get you a pretty nice young quarterback with a really lively arm, Mason Rudolph. And we're going to get you a little bit of support on the offensive line. Oh, by the way, you'll also inherit for wide receivers Deontay Johnson, James Washington, and Chase Claypool. Think you can make that work? Yep. Yep. You see where I'm going here. All the offense needed to be, how many times did we say it? With that defense, all the offense needed to be, all along, was mediocre. It just needed to not kill you. In 2019, it killed you because Ben was gone and there were just no answers for it. Mason thrust into the mix, whatever else, okay? 2020 comes along, Ben's back, there's more weapons back. It still ends up killing you. Not just in the first quarter against Cleveland, but for really for five, six weeks leading up to it. All the foreshadowing. Other than one wonderful half against Indianapolis, they killed you. All you need from your offense is to not kill you. That is not a high bar for a new hire. With some reasonably good talent on offense, you don't need to be paying the quarterback for putting in, I should say to be technically correct, the $41.25 million cap hit into a single player. That money needs to go to Bud Dupree and to Mike Hilton. And you need to keep that special defense intact and take your chances against any team in the league because the number of those teams who don't have an answer for that defense is exactly 31. When we come back, just one question. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back. Time for just one question. That's always brought to you on this program 
by Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG, that's a personal injury law firm that represents people hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated super lawyers. That's capital S, capital L. That's a real thing for over 15 years. The super lawyer designation is reserved for the top 5% of attorneys in all of Pennsylvania. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. You can learn more about them online at lgkg.com or give them a call at 888-842-5454. Today's just one question comes from Mike, and it's a timely one. He sent it to me after all the news yesterday. It asks, why not Keith Butler too? The defense collapsed at the end of the season just as much as the offense. Mike, I have a feeling that Keith Butler has his job for reasons that are very different than his defense either collapsed or didn't collapse late in the season. A defensive coordinator working under a defensive head coach is kind of like an offensive coordinator working under an offensive head coach. Head coaches don't easily cede control on anything. They are not great delegators, except when it comes to the other side of the ball, because they essentially admit their shortcomings, and really, they're kind of patterned in life to feel that their side of the ball is more important. I know that sounds crazy, right? Thing is, it's true, and there's not a football person anywhere who would deny this even at the NFL level. The most important thing about Keith Butler is his relationship with the head coach. Can the head coach trust him? Can the head coach know that he's able to communicate what the head coach wants to his players? And, of course, are they on similar wavelengths as it comes to X's and O's. Butler checks all of those boxes. This is the reason why when you describe the Steelers' defense, whether it's the playbook, whether it's the play call, whether it's the personnel, even when you get to drafting and player acquisition, you don't ever just say the Keith Butler defense. It's Keith Butler and Mike Tomlin. All of the plays are called through the headset of the head coach. That's true everywhere. The difference is when the head coach is more invested in one side of the ball or the other, the head coach is a lot more likely to get involved or even occasionally take over. And in that situation, you want a coordinator who... You can tell I'm trying to find a nice way to say you you want a coordinator that you can walk over. That's the way this is set up. That's the way it's been set up all along. It's part of the reason that the Steelers have done things where they keep things in-house. Now, no one was walking over Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau 
was inherited by Tomlin. From Bill Cower, LeBeau came with his own brand, his own pedigree, and his own level of success. Tomlin had more to learn from LeBeau than the other way around. It's pretty clear that the dynamic there has changed. It's flipped. Butler is doing Tomlin's bidding. I've heard that from far too many people for it not to be the case. So if you're firing the defensive coordinator, you're, you're firing Tomlin. And Tomlin knows that. Tomlin knows that he can't, with a straight face, go to Kevin Colbert, Art Rooney, however it is that the decision gets made, and say to them, you know, my defensive coordinator is a real problem. <laughs> they're going to look at him and go, what? You know that's you, right? <laughs> and at the same time, if you're Art Rooney and you decide to just do it laterally, you know, I've had it with Keith Butler. I'm going to get rid of him. Well, he's not dumb. Art knows who's calling and who's dictating everything about the defense. Then he's making the de facto decision to fire his head coach. So that's it. That's that's it. It has nothing to do, Mike, with your uh, your, your supposition there that it has some you know the the slump down the stretch or whatever else, which a lot of which you can attribute to some really significant injuries uh, to Bud uh, to Devin, you know Joe Hayden missing from the playoff game. It's 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 about relationships. It really is. And that's why Keith Butler is still the defensive coordinator. Thanks for that question. I'm glad you brought that up today because I never would have gotten around to it. And thanks to everybody for listening all week. We'll do this again Monday. Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.